Hello and welcome. This is Ayana Lahee, and I am so very happy that you're here with me today. We are going to jump into this week's episode of Be One, Be You, with the topic called How Your Ego Tricks You. The ego is a trickster. In Native American medicine lore, it is a coyote. When you're not looking, your ego sneaks in through the back door. For those of you who are new to be one be you, I will briefly describe to you who is your ego, who is this part of your mind, and how did it get there, and why is it such a big deal? Your ego is the part of your subconscious that became conscious through its egoic self. Egoic self came to the rescue. It learned how to create a reality for you so that you'd feel in control, so that you'd feel safe, and that you would feel protected. Ego usually creates a false persona, the opposite of who you are as a true self, in order to give you a feeling of safety and to help you feel okay about yourself. In cultures that are considered primitive, in our past civilizations over the past thousands of years, the ego did not fully manifest as the ego manifests now. And that's a podcast into itself, but if you can imagine living closely to the earth without having any more needs than just what makes everyone be happy creates um, a different level of engagement with life. We'll put it that way. And for you to know that we all have egos, and part of the awakening process is for the part of you that came into existence to help you feel like you could handle being in kindergarten or first grade, and the expectations that were placed upon you as a child. You developed a part of your mind that could take things in its own hands and feel like it was in control. It could deal with the ancient cultures where everyone was supported and love was the, the glue of tribal life there was less pain, there was less hardship, there was more of an interest in living harmoniously together. So when you are on your journey path of finding who you are and going through the layers that have been roadblocks, barriers, walls to your true self that was covered over 
and pushed down by the you that manifested as the ego, the ego who keeps things in a tight-fitting container. It wants you to give your power to it. So take a moment and feel into how you give your power away to an invisible part of yourself hoping that things would work out. And before you discover that you are the light of the world, the light of the world of creation, the light of your own heart, we depend upon our ego to help us navigate all the decisions that we have to make in our everyday life. We turn to the comforter, who is in the form of the ego, because we all want to be told that who we are is okay. I've seen many people do deep inner work where they have a cathartic breakthrough and they, for instance, cut the cords to their own ego, the one who took the role of the patriarchal father, for instance, in a man's psyche. And the work is done to cut the cords, but then, 12 hours later, that part of the man's psyche pushes back, comes back in, like a tsunami to reclaim its place because its existence is dependent upon having power given to it. The ego does not live on its own. It does not have a connection to source. The ego self is created through its identity, the role that it has to play. And I've seen people that I've worked with and even of late, uh, recently, seeing how this man that I was working with broke through completely, and he had a profound spiritual experience of his soul moving through his whole being, and his ego self had nothing to do. There was no longer room in himself for that ego part of him that kept him very locked into his daily life, hard worker, and determined always to succeed, to do his best, to produce great work. But the ego also was behind all of that. And I've talked about this before because it's a huge challenge for everyone who is in the present economic matrix, wanting to be the best we can be, wanting to succeed, wanting to be able to feel as though we are manifesting our life each day, wanting to be on track, 
not wanting to have economic, financial, love relationship overwhelm. So there's a fine line between the ego running you so that you are subservient to that part of you and the ego will literally actually keep you in an energetic box, a matrix, so that you are safe. You have to do the inner conscious awakening so that you can realize that you don't need the ego anymore. You, you go through having to choose spirit, the source of God, and its infinite intelligence that's in you. You choose that. And the ego can hold on to anything. It is the trickster. You can go through a spiritual awakening, a realization of yourself in, and on a soul level and have your ego blast right on through those very weak boundaries in yourself and have you shut down again or divert you from staying with your spiritual practice, spiritual practice, whatever that is for you. When you turn to the light within yourself, whether you visualize it, you sing in it, you dance in it, you sit quietly and allow that light to come through into your spine, into your hands, into the open space inside of you where there's no thought. You progress. You move out of the grid of fear, which is where ego hooks into you. So if you have a spiritual experience, and back to this wonderful man that I was speaking about, fabulous, incredible opening and experience, and then shutting down. And I suggested to him to open to his higher self the light that he is, the magnificence that he is. The higher self will live above your head or above one of your left or right shoulders. Your higher self, as you invite it in, must come into your heart. Many, many of you fight to keep your heart shut. That way you don't have to open and feel and allow the light that you are to come in. You create your ego to shut down who you really are. Afraid you might be too much, too spiritual, don't want to be too spiritual. You know, then you're seen as different. But spiritual really means how you live your life. It means how honest and truthful you are. How able are you to face what's really going on inside of yourself? How you face yourself, how you interrelate with you. That's your spiritual path. The mind can be dark, the mind can be light. So as you open to the light in your mind and you choose to see the light within inside of you, you pave a new pathway.
and the ego self which steals, takes, abuses, and uses the light that you are for its own identity self, for its own existence, is sneaky. It's tricky. As soon as you identify yourself as being anything, the ego holds on to that because you're not supposed to have a direct connection with the source within you. You're not supposed to live in intimacy, into me I see. You're not meant to in the eyes of the ego to have independence, to be able to live without it, because remember, you created it to take care of you, to help you deal with high expectations in school or in your family life. Your parents might have needed you, how they needed you to be a certain way for them, how you might have felt threatened in second grade because you couldn't read as well as someone else or maybe you were smarter than the other kids. So you created an ego to cover over how insecure you really felt about yourself because people identified you in a certain way. So if we all walked around and we saw each other just as being expressions of our genuine self of love, we would give ourselves the opportunity to not live an ego. But because we see the differences between ourselves and others, we judge others, we're terrified that we're being judged, and the circle cycle continues. And so we perpetuate the egoic mind, we live in lack. As soon as we connect into the source of light within you, there's a blast off, there's an ignition, and you begin to care less about trying to be something. You just want to be who you are. And I believe and feel that we all want to really be who we are. There's an ache. So the ego can come in, trick you. You can have a beautiful thought, and the next moment you're worrying about how something's going to turn out. You lose your connection, you drop your connection, because it's habit to the source of your divine truth, trust, and wisdom inside of you. I'd like you to take a moment, if you would, with me, and feel in your heart how your ego works. Does it remind you that what you do isn't that important? Does it remind you that you're not pretty enough? When you look in the mirror, what does it say? Does your ego try to have you believe that you're one way, but you're really not that way? Or have you think a certain way about you, yourself? Does it put blinders on you so that you can't really see yourself or others? Do you just live with the way things are? Are you afraid to see what's really happening around you?
When you meditate or you pray, do you leave your body? Do you allow that part of your mind to interpret your experience? Do you stay in your body and allow what feelings and old patterns that come from fear to emerge so that you can embrace them and take responsibility for them and to find that pure truth, that pure innocence, that pure light that you truly are. When you hold on to that, there is less and less room for the trickster ego to come in. When we feel afraid as a young child and we have a family member or a teacher need to use us to prove their own intelligence, to prove how together they are, to prove that they're better, and they misuse their relationship with the child for their own life, for their own sense of identity. It creates a belief system that lives deep inside, deep inside our solar plexus, the emotional radio station and transmitter. It gets clogged up with other people's projections and thoughts because those projections and thoughts are energies. So when you clear out your own fears in your solar plexus, that space under your rib cage in the center, using gold light, making use of gold light that comes directly from source. The more we directly source into the light of God, whatever you want to call it, infinite source, divine intelligence, whatever name of creation you have, maybe it's a state of pure beingness for you without a name, whatever your experience with it is, beautiful and special. Because the silence is more powerful than a lot of words. So as you bring the light in, and right now to bring the gold light flowing from source above your head or from around your body, up through your feet from the earth, as we reunite divine heaven and divine earth currents in our body, we energetically ignite the power that's stronger than the ego. In our hearts, we relax. I invite you in your heart to relax into the flow of the golden light flowing down from above your head and up from the core of the earth. 
and to practice bringing these two currents deep into your upper chest and your heart center, your divine center in your body, and to allow this light to fill your whole body, and to practice this each day. And you'll notice that the ego, that trickster, having you think something about yourself cannot come in. There's no space for it anymore. And over time, it falls off like a scab because the original wound within yourself of leaving your own self, your own divine God self, becomes a deep chasm within you. And the ego works hard to keep you from feeling that pain. In the Spirit Gateways programs, courses, and trainings, and mentoring, the scab falls off through the roadmap that's given to support and assist and guide you to coming back into being one in yourself. This is the gift of Spirit Gateways. I invite you to check out my website, ayanalahi.com. If you haven't already opted in and subscribed, I invite you to enjoy the gifts. Living from Your Wild Heart is a 52-week free series. Every Saturday morning, delivered into your inbox, you experience a 20-minute video filled in absolutely delightful and profound information on the wild theme of the week. Let yourself open to the potential of living in divine freedom. It's an imprint in you so that you can find deeper and greater joy in living every day of your life. I send you all my love and I look forward to getting to know you and having you participate in any of the Spirit Gateways opportunities. Have a truly beautiful day and keep an eye out for that ego trickster and allow yourself to have fun in building your own new inner structure, your pillar of light, so that you can truly be living as the bright light that you are. With much love, this is Ayana Lahid.